my name a few times. Yeah. And you also said fuckers a couple times. Too, yeah. Which really Offended everybody. Whooped everybody up. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 10 of The Real Word. Like double digits. Double digits. Wait, Congrats. we should go to the other room. I think we have some voove in the other room. We, we should do have voove. Uh, Brianna, get the voove. We're double on episode digits. 10. When we get to 100, we can celebrate. Ugh. All right? When we get to 100, we'll se- did you see how I nailed that intro? You, Even off the rusty couple-week break that we've had? And like you just, you, you're, so he came from Florida up to Connecticut, and it's... It actually, it's yeah. probably, we're probably in the most beautiful Arctic world surrounding us of yes. all time. It's, it's it, I, I actually don't mind looking at the world. Look at those from icebergs here. out there that are like falling into yeah. the river. Anyways, you, you nailed it. And I'm super. Digits. I'm super pumped to be back here. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited. The, Hopefully, you guys are just as excited to see us. I feel like we need sunglasses on in this room too. There's a lot of good light. The sun is bouncing off the snow. But we're, we're only a month away from being in our first office so we're gonna have like a a setup we're not gonna like slouch over but but i'm super slouching a little we apologize but i am super pumped to be up here 2018 is rolling it's in you know we are like moving quickly yes we were scrolling through inman to pick our topic and if you're new to the show the real word we pick a topic we put our two cents on top and then we take a question uh usually from somebody right in the real estate industry and we have a question that came through snapchat um, but when we were scrolling through Inman, mm-hmm. we said, geez, there's a lot of like New Year stuff. So we just kind of wanted to talk to what we're doing right. to start 2018. And I'd love to actually hear like what you guys are doing. Maybe we should be doing something that we're Absolutely. not. Or maybe you're finding something to be super successful that, I, I granted it's only January 9th, but maybe that you've implemented in the year. Like I'd love to hear it. But anyway, we'll get started on what we're doing. Absolutely. So. And, and I'm just going to reference one article off of Inman that – my man, Tom Ferry, I'll see you next week, Tom, wrote three sales skills you need to improve lead conversion building rapport. Number one, uh, ask qualifying questions. Number two, right. and always be closing. Number three, before I get... Oh, wait, do you want to talk about that? I feel like, so we had our... Um, oh, you're our, talking about we yesterday? Our, we had our team meeting yesterday, <laughs> and I, I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen this man glow as much as All I right. did yesterday. I'll quickly reference this on the always be closing. If you've read or listened to Tim Grover's book, Tim Grover was the trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Right. He talks about this level of closers. Everybody in our industry is always talking about always be closing. Everybody wants to be a closer. They want to close the deal. He says you don't want to be a closer. Right. I mean, you. he, he says you want to be a cleaner. It's the next level of closer it's somebody and he referenced this to uh use the example of a janitor a janitor comes in they do all their work at night right when nobody i mean i'm really i love this i mean you do i mean i feel like you're you're popping again like you're you're the janitor does all their work at night when nobody's watching right right like nobody's giving them attaboys no no rounds of applause they're putting it in all night while everybody's sleeping the thing about the janitor is they know every nook and cranny about the building. They know they've got all the keys to every single room. Right. They know all the secrets, right? right. Like they know who's got the condom wrapper in the garbage can, wow. right? Like right. who's who's got the bag of weed in their drawer, like all these different things. Right. So we're obviously not talking about a, a school janitor. Right? Uh, <laughs> could be. But 
but they know everything that's going on in that building. They've got all, so when something happens, people come to them. Right. The questions are coming to the general. What about, you know, what happened here? What about this? And they're brought in to clean up the deal. Right. Right. To yeah. finish the deal. He talks about Kobe Bryant and I'm, now we're totally going off well, topic but here. It's, but, but it's super important. I mean, that was how you initiated our like first uh, meeting of the year. Absolutely. Talks yeah. about Kobe Bryant ripping his Achilles tendon and Kobe Bryant is a cleaner, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. The thing about these two guys that Tim Grover says, and he's worked with tons and tons of NBA players, they outwork everybody. Michael Jordan has all this natural ability. Kobe Bryant, same thing. People think that that's what they live off of. No, it's that Kobe would train from 3, 4 a.m. for two hours, and he would train four or five times while his competition is training two days. And you fast forward five years down the road when he's been training five times a day to everyone's two, nobody can catch up. Right. So when Kobe tore his Achilles tendon, one of the most painful injuries. Right. He would not let, and this, this is a guy who's made over hundreds of million dollars at that point in his career. He would not allow anyone to go out and shoot those two free throws. Right. He went out and cleaned up the deal. He finished the deal. He right. shot his two free Cleaner. throws. Yeah. So I agree with you, Tom. Always be closing. One of the things that we're really focused on this time of year, mm-hmm. bringing it back to real estate, we're talking about well, basketball. Well, I mean, it has, it's, it's a good, you know, just, it's a good, it's a good, you know. I think so. Like you're fired. I'm super pumped up. Yeah, you're, you were like the cleaner thing. I was like, look at that man glow. I haven't, I, I mean. I was like, I want to be a janitor now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after listening to Tim Grower. Anyways, we're super focused right now on what? Getting listings. You have to. Yes. I mean, now is the time to be getting them. If you're not, somebody else is, if you're not contacting your, even your own personal expired listings, um, mm. somebody on our team is, um, so <laughs> you're in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like with Tom, with Tom, with your article, these three things, always ask qualifying questions, building rapport and always be closing. These are the skills you need right. to jack up your listings. Right. Right. Yeah. So now's the time. I mean, get on it. I mean, the snow is out and people don't think that they're listing, but dude, the agents, the agents and the teams and the brokers and whatever you call yourself out there right now that are focused in January and February on getting an absurd amount of listings are going to set up their entire 2018. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the time to do it. Real estate is won and lost on the listings. I mean, listings generate more business, more listings, buyers, leads. I mean, that's where the game is won and lost. All the control right now. Right. Absolutely. All the controls in the listing agent. So that's where we're focused on. Uh, We're focused on tracking that success. Right. Um, That's really our big focus in January. Yeah, day nine so far. I mean, ripping it up. Every day is day one, though. Every day is day one. All right. We're, we're cleaning it up. We're cleaning. So, I, well, but again, we'd love to hear sort of, you know, would you like drop it in the comments? Is that your? That's drop it in the comments. We're going to link up uh, the Tom Ferry article that was posted on Inman as well. Um, happy, do we say happy if you're going, year? Like no, we don't. Year? We're like into oh, the episode now, okay, you know? Sorry. So we're, we're rolling just <laughs> like 2018. Is ro- Anybody going to the elite retreat next week in California, I'll, I'll see you out there for speaking of Tom Ferry. Wait a minute. You will not be there. No. You're going to be at... You're going to California, and then you're going to Miami. And then if anyone is going to be at Agent 21, myself and Nicole White will be at the Gary V Agent 2021, the end of the month. I didn't realize you were like California, Miami, Florida. My calendar is shared with you. Wow. It's really... We haven't figured that out yet. It's not. I I don't... That's a user error. Yeah. All right. The final word, which always comes from you. If you have a final word, drop us a comment, send us an email, whatever you would like to do. 
Anthony Bolins Snapchatted me the question. Snapchat, I, I love it. I'm so glad yeah, you're on there. I prefer the video, but we'll go with the we'll go with the uh, Thank text, you, Anthony. Anthony. Do you know where he's from? Yeah, Anthony is from San Antonio, Texas. We've hung out. Uh, awesome. And we we went and looked at some properties down there in the past. It's probably warmer there than it is here. Probably, yeah. I would say so. Mm -hmm. So Anthony says, "Yo, Byron. Yo, you love yo. I yo you just randomly throughout the day. I don't like you the quiver. yo text. Yo, period. Nothing else. Oh, I do that. And then like, That's what yeah, I do. you do that. Yeah. And then like, you're waiting for and me. Then, and then, you and then I no no. And then and then the actually and then actually this is what actually happens. All right. Nicole will drop me the yo period. And then I, I reply <laughs> in two point five. <laughs> fucking seconds with hey how can i help and no response for two hours and it blows my freaking mind why the hell would someone text me yo and i reply 2.5 seconds unless there's some massive delay on these cell phones on these text messages coming through and i get nothing it's for not two every hours time. that's not every time and then i say you know she's just tuning me out even though she engaged with me first and wow. you know wow okay do we want to get to the question? I don't know. I feel like we need couples therapy or something after that right. one. So, Anthony, thank I'm glad you. I got to let that all out here on the real world. I think that's actually happened just one Why time. Why do you do that anyways? I, I think it happened once. Once? Me? Yes. I'm going to start documenting. I have another thing to track. We'll talk about that on you episode. You tracking. Episode Ooh, we'll 11. About uh, episode 100, right? No, we'll I'll, I'll only probably need one week to have a couple more examples to okay. showcase. So, Anthony, we're getting to your question. Anthony. Um, he said, "Yo, Byron, not Yo, Byron, Nicole." I, I know it's. I'm kind of over it at this point. I'm just. But this isn't a shared. I'm just here. I'm just kind of like I'm just. You're too ahead. legit. I'm here. I, I kind of am. <laughs> too legit. I am today. All right. Uh, how do you explain? This is an important question. If you're in the industry, especially mm -hmm. if you're new, how do you explain to a seller uh, that has the largest one-story home in a neighborhood mm -hmm. and an average square price? An average price, price per, per square, square foot, foot. Mm -hmm. will put them well over the neighborhood average, and it'll be a tough sell. How do you explain that when you're sitting in front of a seller? Wow. So I think there's so many ways to go about it. I actually rarely um, start out with a price per square foot. Do you start out with a price per square yeah, foot? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's one thing we like need to clarify in Connecticut. Totally this is in New York City. I don't know that it's super... Uh, relevant Anthony in San Antonio the little little bit I know about that market but here price per square foot is definitely not the biggest variable that we talk about no. uh, with sellers because again you know New York City you can play that game um, any type of like you know vertical right. market you can do that right. but yeah I think it does come up from time to time absolutely and I'll be honest I mean it, it's sort of like everyone always brings up like assessments too like yeah. that's certainly not my determining factor but maybe that's like step six like are my assessments sort of lined up with like the comps or like the price per square foot like in a certain range in all honesty I mean I would go off of the I would go off the square footage right you would go off the square footage in the sense that like, You're going to compare, let's just call it a, a 4,000 square foot, one level home, yes. and you're going to compare it to this 4,000 square foot home that might be on the other side of town, though? So, no. So, again, that's where, that's where it gets a little bit tricky, though, because, like, again, San Antonio is, is, is it's a much, big place. It's much different than, say, like, where we are here in Connecticut. I mean... No, but I think you're right. I, 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 think, I'm, I'm, I think if it's comparable neighborhoods, yes. Um, but even if it's not, if you don't have a lot of comps, I'm probably going to utilize that one comp that I do. Yes. But I'm going to educate the seller 
on the difference in those two, and they should know. Here's the thing about price that I believe is we all have the information. It's whether the seller wants to believe it or not. They right. have the same information right. that we do, right. uh, but it's how we bring it to their attention, right? And we talk about that neighborhood. Now, if their price per square foot, and you can go back 10, 20 years if you want to on your MLS, yep. um, and you can look at what's happened in that neighborhood. Now, if they're talking about a price per square foot that is well above and beyond a record, right. I would ask them, Anthony, why are we going to set a record $50 above the price per square foot in this neighborhood? Now, it has happened. We're actually sitting in a neighborhood right. where this developer blew through the price per square foot like almost, and like, created his own market. Almost like triple, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean, it also comes down to like, uh, like condition. I mean, yep. you know, it, it, maybe this house is 4,000 square feet, but maybe it's worth like what, like a 2,000 square foot home is worth because that 2,000 square foot home has been updated and this one hasn't. I mean, there's so many moving parts on that. I wish I could give you a better answer, but... The neighborhood's um, obviously yeah, a huge I factor. Mean, if you're the best home, you know, in the neighborhood, there's always I, that saying. It's super cliche, Yeah. but I, at the end of the day, that's that's something a buyer's going to look at. Right, and I and I have to... Well, right. So I think that that's really important, though, too, and I know that, again, I know you do buyers, but I think it's... I, I like buyers, so I always sort of, with, with my sellers, sort of give the bad news, too, because if I'm coming in as a buyer's agent, this is how I'm going to be evaluating mm -hmm. your property. I actually would probably not use the word a tough sale. I don't think I'd ever use the word tough with one of my sellers. I think that, you know, you could get a little bit more creative with, you know, hey, listing, you know, give a range. We could like, be on hey, the market this, longer. Right. Or like at this price point, like, you know, this is how much, right, this is sort of what your days are market will be. But if we sort of scale back to what the neighborhood is, is, yep. is, is calling for, this is your days on market. So it really will depend on obviously what their motivation is to and where they need to go and what their time frame is. I would not say the word tough. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, here, like, yeah, I mean, obviously these are, these units are, are a tough sale, but I'm, they're not tough. Like right. you, they're not tough because of the features. If you're interested, by the way, right. in these units, 66 high street in Guilford, Connecticut, Drop us a comment. We'll actually link up uh, hey, you know 66highstreet.com. We should like invite all of our real word followers to a party here. Anybody that wants to come. Parties. Absolutely. We'll figure that out. Maybe by episode 20, we'll, I'll have we the could logistics do, uh, figure out. We could do it when it's not such an Arctic freeze over. But True. Maybe then the San Antonio peeps would want to come up. Just absolutely. To, like, hang. Yeah. In the but anyway, late spring. So, Anthony, thank you. I'd refrain from tough. I yeah, think and you'd have to get a little bit more creative with, with your The last piece of advice verbiage, on this yes. is what I'll say is keep it very, very simple. Dumb it down yeah. for the sellers. Not that the sellers are dumb. They're just as smart as you and I. But here's what, I, what I've learned about – I don't know if that's the right word. Hmm. But this, this is what I've come to realize mm -hmm. when I'm dealing with price with people. The smarter you try to sound, which is why I talk like an idiot, but okay. the smarter you try to sound, the dumber you come across. If you just keep it really, really simple, really simple, some of the stuff that we were talking about, what was the record for this neighborhood? How do you compare to that? How do you actually compare to the comps that are the same square footage in Nicole's point? Keep it very, very simple. Overall, more people are going to relate to that than right. anything else. I, can I just toss one thing in there too, though? Um, I'd almost bring, and I've done that actually recently, now that um, 
things that are still on the market are left over, right? Mm. Um, I'll actually bring some comps, to, like like active comps too, so that they can see like, hey, like this is still on the market at this For 517 days. Right, like, and this is still left over. Like, do you still want to be sitting on the market yeah. next January? You know? Yeah, it always comes down to how long do you want to be in the market, right? right? And like, and how, and like, am I going to price you competitively to like win? Like, yeah. that's what you're trying to do. If you've got a final word, drop us a comment. We're going to link everything up. Uh, we'll link Anthony up. We'll link 66 High Street up. Ooh, look at that. We're doing it. From location. We're cleaning house today. We'll, the cleaners. Actually, we do need to clean. That would have been a good, good name for the podcast, The Cleaners. The Cleaners? Yeah. What podcast? Oh, like this podcast? This, this is a podcast. I know we're filming. Yes, so if you're listening on oh. uh, SoundCloud, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Drop us a comment. New. Drop us a thumbs up. Share it up. Drop us a thumbs down if you want. Oh. Right? Mm. No? That's That'll fine. upset but, 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 but have it be a constructive thumbs down. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, with some, like with some comments. Or, oh, my gosh, my back hurts. We're pumped to be in the office. Thank you. We'll see you again on episode 11. Yeah.